The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I never forget the story. There was a man, stubborn man. who had a very difficult time committing to put on tefillin. He thought about it. He thought about it. Again and again. Months went by. Maybe even years. I don't remember anymore. And one day he tells me, okay, tell me what date you're starting to put tefillin. And he was talking about it. And talking about it. I told him, I want you to know, forewarned is forearmed. You're going to have, expect, a major challenge in your mitzvah of tefillin. It wants to be deal with tefillin. You wrap it on your hands, you wrap it, you put it on your head, what's the big deal? He made a plan, he's coming out to the yeshiva. He's going to put it on with me. He learned the halachas, small degree, but enough to know how to put on the tefillin. It's a man that took pride to do things right. And he was preparing for that big day, Sunday. Sunday arrived, he spoke Moetze Shabbos, you're going to be waiting for me? I said, I'll be there. I'll put the red light on for you, get the carpet out for you. We're waiting for you. He said, I'll be there 45 minutes before davening. You know, half hour before davening, the man doesn't show up. 15 minutes before davening is a no-show. And his name wasn't. Somebody else's name that I know. He didn't show up, even on time. And then I'm waiting to come late. I thought maybe his name was something else. No, doesn't show. A whole davening. My davening was ruined that day. Mamish, I was very, very dejected. I don't know if should I call him. Should I not call? Should I, could I say to the guy, "Did you mess? How did you mess up?" How did you mess up? I finally got the guts. And I called him. I said, my friend. His wife answered the phone. I said, Mr. So-and-so. I said it very nicely. Instead of screaming at the guy, where in the world was your dud of a husband? I said, what happened? We missed your husband. And she said... He woke up very early. And as he went down the stairs, his back gave out. And he collapsed on the floor. He was writhing in pain like you can't imagine. And he said, you had told him to expect something. But this was like, bad. And he decided he's going to crawl to his car. And he crawled to his garage. And he couldn't pull himself up to get up, to get in the car. And he remained there. His wife found him. 
he feels off. He is perturbed. His neck he can't move. His back can't move. His hands can't move. I said, tell him that I'm coming to the house. And I'm going to put on those tefillin on him. If it's the last thing he does in his life, he's putting on those tefillin today, no matter what. It was at least a half hour to travel to the guy's house, travel to his home. By that time, he had already crawled up the stairs. It was like by lunchtime by then. And the guy was laying there, very disappointed. I said, this is going to be the best Hanochast film I've ever seen in my life. I said, it's going to be a little painful. You have to move your head a little bit. Move your hands. We washed his hands. And then we proceeded to... Put him on the tefillin. Now this guy had hands like you've never seen in your life. I'm not kidding around. His hands were the size of an average person's thigh. That's the kind of hands he had. He was a professional bodybuilder. Shmulek, you think you could pick 50 pounds up? Big spritz. This guy pushed 550. And this guy had hands. He couldn't, when he became from, he couldn't find jacket to fit him. They don't make jackets like that from stores. They don't make it not from stores. I told him you could wear a pair of pants on your hands, maybe. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do. He had such a problem with shirts. He, could, he couldn't figure out how to get his, his shirt up to get his filling. And I told him you have to cover your filling with your. Shirt, it, it was a no-go. And the guy laid there in bed, and we figured out how to get those tefillin on. <laughs> Put the tefillin on. And he was in excruciating pain. And I told him, now the pains are going to dissipate, because you passed the test. You'll be fine now. Hashem wanted to give him a chance to put on tefillin a thousand times in one day. Hashem wanted to see the mysterious nefesh that he was willing to do. Many times I talk to people and you see their tsaras having a hardship. I used to see this very often when people became Bali Tshuva. And many people were under the impression that when they're going to become Bali Tshuva, they're going to experience a life of bliss. And when they make Kabul mitzvahs, it's going to be smooth sailing from now. And everything is going to be a hunky-dory. And I saw the strangest thing happen. One phenomenon I noticed, which I felt terrible whenever I was Makara of a person, after a while... Like I wanted to give them a disclaimer up front that I think you're going to experience a downfall in your pranos. Successful people, 
They got from and somehow they got clobbered. That was one thing. And when they accepted mitzvahs, they started to experience all kinds of difficulties that weren't foreseeable. And they didn't understand why was it like that. So I once heard from Rabbi Yisrael Elia Weintraub, great tzaddik from Rebrek. He said that here's a person who's missing from his life years and years of Shmir Shabbos. He's missing the mitzvah of Talmud Torah from years and years. He's missing unbelievable mitzvahs. Now he becomes from. Now when you become from, you don't recoup all the lack of fulfillment of mitzvahs that you didn't do for the last 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. You don't get it back. So it comes out that somebody who becomes from is going to suffer. You know what Hashem does, he said? Hashem turns up the heat. It says, Toiva Echad B'Tzar, doing one mitzvah with Tzar is worth more than a thousand without Tzar. You know what Hashem does? Hashem makes all of a sudden difficulties crop up in the fulfillment of the mitzvahs. And then that one Shmira Shabbos is now worth a thousand. When they learn Torah, it doesn't go easy. Not because they're stupid, they may be very bright. But because Hashem makes them toil and work harder till they can understand the Torah in order to give them the schar of a lot of Talmud Torah. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.